It's outside the box, recognizing this, the extreme courage displayed during the civil rights era. Today's topic is the Johns family. In the previous Outside the Box, I paid tribute to some courageous but little-known activists of the civil rights movement in southern states, unsung sheroes and heroes. Often various members of a family were involved. One such was the Johns family, especially Barbara and Vernon. Barbara Johns was a 16-year-old high school junior in 1951 at Moulton High School, an all-black school in Farmville, Virginia, between Richmond and Lynchburg. Conditions in the school, compared to a white school across town, were terrible. Overcrowded, leaky roofs, poor heat, no science lab or gym. Separate, but clearly not equal. Knowing the huge difference between black and white schools, Barbara Johns talked with a teacher and was challenged to, quote, do something about it, end quote. Johns did. Using fake notes about a student assembly, a phone call to the principal that got him out of the building, and a request that all teachers leave the auditorium, Johns was able to speak to the entire student body, convincing them to participate in a two-week student strike to demand a quality education and an end to segregation. While students were worried about pushback, Johns told them that there were not enough cells to hold them all, so arrest was nothing to fear. Getting support from lawyers from the NAACP, the students joined a court case that became one of the five suits that combined into the 1954 Brown versus Board of Education Supreme Court decision that ended school segregation. This successful student walkout and strike is considered by some to be the beginning of the student civil rights movement. Barbara Johns was lucky to have supportive parents and family members. Johns was also the niece of Vernon Johns, a firebrand minister whose church was the Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama. Johns preceded Martin Luther King Jr., who replaced Johns in 1954. Vernon Johns did not fit in well with a comparatively upper-crust Dexter Avenue congregation. Johns was equally comfortable challenging segregation and his own churchgoers, who were hesitant to actively oppose racism. He advocated simple living and sometimes sold vegetables to congregants after Sunday services. Vernon Johns seemed to be an equal opportunity criticizer. One day he would urge trials of whites accused of raping black women and try to desegregate whites-only restaurants. The next day, Johns would criticize blacks for not claiming self-pride. Vernon Johns, highly intellectual and outspoken on civil rights, was not a popular preacher, but continuously challenged the black community of Montgomery to stand up for themselves. Although having very different personalities, Martin Luther King Jr. saw Vernon Johns as a role model when taking over the Dexter Avenue Church. Following graduation from high school, Barbara Johns lived a quiet life and died in 1991, 
but she is finally getting recognition as the leader of a school-wide strike. There is now a memorial to Johns in Richmond and, in the state of Virginia, a Barbara Johns Day. Vernon Johns, too, gained recognition after his death in 1965. Both a film starring James Earl Jones and the renaming of a Virginia school after Vernon Johns are demonstrations of his leadership and courage during the civil rights era. Who do you know who's made a great contribution to our world, but has not been recognized for it? I'm Larry Danzinger, impressed especially with the civil rights activism of youth. <laughs>